My barber problems. So yesterday, I went to the barbers, right? Get myself a haircut, for obvious reasons. And I sat there for an hour, to the guy's like, ah, oh, where were you in the order? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you meant to write you down your name. I guess I didn't see you come in, so I didn't tell you about that. I'm like, oh, that's great. And, he's, and, and then he says, oh, I guess these guys are before you. I'm like, I don't think that's true. He's like, no, no, I think they are. And so like, I'd already been waiting for an hour and there was a prospect of me waiting for another hour because one of the dudes was going on lunch break or whatever. And so I left, wasted an hour of my life waiting for a barber. And I realized like every single time I go to this barber, the wait is somewhere between an hour and two hours. No joke. Even when I go at the times where it says on Google, it's the, the least packed or whatever. Maybe everyone's just going at that time because they're least packed according to Google, I don't know. And so I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to look and see if I can get like a barber to come to me. Doesn't exist. That doesn't exist in my area. Like, okay, well, then I want to find a place with reservations. Doesn't exist in my area. The closest place that does reservations is like some dude's house an hour away from here. Who's open two days a week. I'm like, well, then I have to find another barber where I'm not waiting you know, that long, because that's just fucking insane. Why would they not do reservations? That is a fantastic question. I suppose from a business's perspective, it's just additional pain in the ass. You had to book people in and then they don't show up and all that jazz. If you can just get a consistent influx of customers, why would you bother with reservations? And clearly they can get that so they don't bother. What was funny to me though, is they had a small chalkboard that, you know, says different things like, you can get them champ, that kind of stuff. And it said, Inactivity is the greatest sin. I'm sitting there in this chair for a fucking hour. I'm like, this is the most inactive I ever am in my life. Waiting for my barber. And no other point, even when I'm taking a break or I'm on vacation, when I'm taking a day off, I am more actively doing stuff than I am waiting for the barber. Why did I leave the barbers yesterday, man? I should have just sat there for another hour and accepted my fucking two hour wait. I'm gonna try every single barber within range of my house, like within an hour, to see if at least one of them isn't so overbooked that I have to wait an hour or two for a fucking haircut and shit. People keep telling me to cut my own hair. No, you can't book in advance. That's what the whole conversation was about, Arctic. Did you just arrive? Nowhere takes reservations near me. Nowhere. I have to travel like an hour and a half to go to a place that takes reservations. You guys ever seen that clip from, I think it's one of the Dragon Ball Z movies, the dubbed version? It's been recommended to me like nine times on YouTube. It's just one of the androids saying, don't you lecture me with that $30 haircut. I think about that a lot. I know what that means. But it just sounds so funny. I think it's your actually. Don't you lecture me with your $30 haircut. Is $30 a lot for a haircut? It may surprise you given how much I complain about how long I wait at my barber, but I'm charged more than that. I mean, I guess in American dollars, it'd probably be $30, but I mean, in Australian dollars, it's like 50. Sometimes more than that. Like, if I come in with my hair particularly long, like, I'm getting so fucked by this fucking barber, dude. You know what I did yesterday, though? I, in my entire life, have never really known what to say to a barber. And I would just be like, yeah, just make it short on the top, and like I'll say like a three and a two or something, and then like, just kind of guide them as they're doing it. But I actually Googled, like, what to say to a barber and I watched a video and it's like I, I think I want a tapered crew cut or something with like a, a, a tapered back or something and and yeah so I, I actually wrote down what what I want to say to the new barber that I go to and I'll, I'll see how I go you know that uncertainty even after 30 years as to what to say like I should have solved it a long time ago you know 
give them a photo. Hey, I find this guy physically attractive. Can you make him like, well, make me like him, please? <laughs> My experience buying a new Lexus. Right, so I did get a new car, chat. Basically, for the longest time, my mother's been like, Matt, your car is a fucking death trap. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I mean, even basic things, like the air conditioning doesn't work, it doesn't have a CD player anymore. I drive around with headphones in, because I, I, cause the, the radio the thing doesn't work. The, the key, I have to like pull it out slightly and jiggle it a bit to, to open it. The car was made in 2004, and it is 2004, chat, not 2003, I did check. And uh, I bought it in 2006, so it'd be 15 years old. Lancer ES 2004. And so she's been begging me for like months and months, just buy a new car, buy a new car. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I want one, but I mean, I don't go anywhere, I don't drive anywhere. And she's like, oh, just get one with fucking safety features so you don't fucking die. I'm like, well, I don't want to die. So, okay. And so she's like, buy a Lexus. They're apparently very reliable and they last a long time. I'm like, well, that sounds pretty good. So on my day off, when I felt like shit, I went to Lexus, the dealership, and I was there and I'm like, maybe I should go to other places and look at other cars. I'm like, no, fuck it, because I just want to get this done now. So I bought myself like a top of the line Lexus. And they say it's going to come in three months, which sucks. But, but, for the life of the car, listen to this, they come and take it for service. I no longer have to worry about booking my car in for service. And all that shit. No longer do I have to waste that time. It's amazing. Like people talk about all the features of the car, that is the best feature of the car. Now all I have to do is find someone who will take my hair to the barbers and then bring it back to me and I'm golden. What's the model? I don't know, 500, I think. It's a luxury car that I'll basically never drive. Waste of money. At the end of the day, everything is a waste of money. Is it two-seated? Nah. I wanted to make sure if I had to go anywhere, I could, uh... I had room to put stuff in places. It is hybrid, yeah. Toy Toyota makes Lexus, by the way. Yeah, I was, uh, confused about that. I didn't understand that initially. But now I know. They are powerful. When I sat in it, the chair was comfortable, but... The windscreen is so much smaller compared to my current car. Like, it's just huge, your field of vision. The, the middle thing barely takes up any uh, space and the, the, the bars around it or whatever are pretty thin. But on this car, everything is thick and built to an insane degree and the, the thing in the middle covers a bunch. And uh, I'm like, man, this is, this is potentially less safe. What surprised me was to learn when I was buying my car how expensive new cars are. Like, they're fucking crazy. Like, people are really spending, like, a year's worth of pay or something on a car? Like, obviously, I, I'm in a fortunate position, so the amount that I spent was, spent was nowhere close to a year of what I make. But it was just surprising for me to learn that people just wanted to throw that much money on a means of transport. But I guess a lot of people look at it as more than a mere transport. They look at it as a status symbol or a luxury thing. I suppose if you tra travel a lot, you'd want to travel in comfort. But still. People who go into debt for cars, I understand even less. Although, unless of course you need a car to get to work or whatever. Like you need a car to, to make a living. But people who every year need the newest model of car or whatever. And they're just perpetually in debt continuously uh, getting the newest model, insane. Like, people treat cars like they're iPhones. And even with iPhones, it doesn't make much sense to get a new phone every year, but some people do it with that shit with cars, it's crazy. Yeah, such people exist, I know. Crazy. 
But when I bought this car, this this Lexus, it's funny, because when I went in to begin with, I was wearing you know, blue kind of face mask with um, uh, you know, a tank top with a, a black hoodie and black shorts. Uh, there's probably like food stains on the shorts and stuff. And uh, the dude who was who I asked questions of. Uh, initially, he was pretty dismissive of me. Like, he wasn't rude necessarily, but he wasn't particularly excited to see me, right? And so he would answer my questions, and I was nice to him, and he was like, oh yeah, you know, and just give me the information as you as you would. When I left, I made a call to my mother and came back, and I seemed to actually express interest in getting a car, he, he, he perked right up. And then, like, I swear to you, between like the three different people I spoke to, they must have con congratulated me like 19 times. And they said I was a part of the Lexus family. And I was like, alright guys, e ease up a little bit. And, they and they're talking like, oh you know, if you, si if you want to take this Encore box, it doesn't cost you anything, but like, you can get invited to like, golf events and different events with other people who own Lexuses and stuff. I was like, oh, okay. I immediately ticked no, <laughs> I don't want that to happen. But it was just weird. This idea of like buying a car, putting you in this club, and the reason they do this, you imagine, is because it does influence people to buy these cars. They can be a part of something, you know, have a status symbol. I just had no interest in any of that. It's just a weird experience. That's a bit sad, yeah. But everyone is looking for that place where they where they can belong, with uh, people like them and who think like them, and they wanna they wanna feel special and stuff. And I guess for some people, cars is the way to do that. Lexus is a Toyota, but fancier. Um, well, what did someone say? Um, like, like Lexus is apparently more luxury and greater longevity or something. And it's funny though, there was two cars that looked good to me, and the more expensive one seemed to be the worst one because it was designed to be quote unquote sporty and. I sat in the seat, and I'm like, this seat is uncomfortable. And I sat in the seat of the cheaper one, and, he, and I'm like, this seat is way more comfortable. And I said that to the guy, he's like, yeah, I agree. I'm like, but why would they do that? And he's like, well, yeah, because the, the seat looks sporty. The, the uncomfortable one looks sporty, and then people like the design, and I'm just like, oh, that's, that's weird. I guess it's like the gamer chair of, uh, of cars. My only concern was how comfortable was the sitting. And I'll be frank with you, I didn't think either car looked particularly amazing. But then again, I'm not a car person. I, like, the, the first question I asked him was like, look, if the car gets stolen, like, what happens? And he's like, ah, oh, well, it's got like a GPS thing that, you know, you can... It, it can be tracked by the police and stuff, and like, if you get into a car accident, it like automatically sends out a call to emergency services. Or like, it automatically calls you, and if you don't pick up, it, it automatically sends out a call to emergency services. I was like, oh, sweet. And like, there's a thing where like, if you're swerving into traffic, it like automatically corrects and fix that. Like, I was just interested in the secu security and safety features, basically. Because my greatest fear, my entire life, has been that I'm going to die in a car crash. I've had multiple nightmares about it. When people ask me, how do you think you're going to die? I always say, I'm probably in a car accident. I don't know how rational that is. Like, a lot of people die in car accidents. It's not like I drive particularly unsafely, but it's just... I don't like driving anyway, and I'm hoping that having this monstrosity of a car or whatever is gonna relieve some of that anxiety. Because a lot of people like driving, and I've never really had that kind of joy, except, except when I used to drive around at 2am. 
back when my sleeping pattern was complete shit. Okay, it's always still a bit shit. But what I used to do is I would go to McDonald's at like 2 a.m. No one out there on the road, just playing some metal with my wind, wind, my my shitbox with my my fucking um windows down. And that was great. I'd be driving to the gym at 1 a.m. My 24-hour gym when no one's fucking there. Great stuff. It's like like no one exists in the world except me. And that's a great feeling. GTA streamer walks into a car dealership, starts asking about car theft. <laughs> yes, very true. So how easy do you think it would be for me to steal one of these cars? It, like even when it's still in the lot, like how... <laughs> Finding out a flaw with my copyright-free playlist. See, this is the kind of song that I would normally have removed from the playlist. For those unaware, I use a content ID free playlist, but I have an edited version of it where I remove like 50 songs. Usually the 50 songs just have lyrics in them like this song kind of does. Or there were songs that I had received a content ID for, for um, obviously wrongly, and the content IDs got removed, but I'd rather just avoid the possibility of that happening again. But I found out recently that Sometimes the people who own this playlist do lose the rights to particular songs, so they remove them from their original playlist. But because mine is just a copied version of their playlist, that those songs don't get removed from my playlist, right? So I got a content ID on the last Chaos episode, and I thought it'd be like all the other content IDs, where it's just a, a, the artists or whatever, and their, their labels, whatever, making a mistake. But in this case, Chillop's like, yeah, we we don't have the rights to that song anymore. We lost it like a month or two back. You should be using our updated playlist as much as possible. And so now I, so that's why I had to edit out the, the music in, in the last Chaos episode. So now I have a choice. Either I can use the original playlist and keep in like the 50 songs that I don't particularly like, like the one we're, we're listening to right now. Like I, it's, I, I like the song, it's fine. It's just I don't like when I'm talking and there's talking behind my voice, but whatever. Or I can use my editor playlist and run the risk that sometimes the songs uh, like, I won't actually have the rights to use them. So I'm gonna use their original playlist, because, you know, I don't like content IDs, you know? Can I just skip it? I'm not doing runs. It's just a distraction pressing a button. Really, I need a way for my mod, uh, you know, chat to do it, or my mods to do it or something, but, you know. XQC's energy and high text-to-speech prices. I just wish I had, like, you know, the stamina of XQC or something. As we talk about many times, streams like 12 hours a fucking day with like 100k viewers or whatever. Like I've never viewed myself as a lazy person or whatever, or particularly a weak person, but I do recognize that uh, it's sometimes very hard for me to have energy to do stuff. And I usually just push myself anyway because I really want to achieve stuff. But I mean, since being diagnosed with Hashimoto's, I, I now know in past why um, I was having issues for quite a while there. But even having been diagnosed, I still, uh, still have my days where I still get my fatigue and it's just... Fucking awful. To be fair though, haven't eaten much in the way of fruit and vegetables lately. I mean, I do eat a lot of raspberries and blackberries though. Surely that puts me above the average person. ASUC doesn't care for donations or anything, and he interacts with chat like once in 10 minutes. Yeah, I mean, once you have 100k viewers, I mean, that would be it, I suppose. Once you get to that kind of level, with that kind of money, I guess he's just, uh, he's just playing games at that point, you know? He would be like I am when playing Heroes of Might and Magic 3. Or that, well, mainly because when I play Heroes of Might Magic 3, like in my turns at least, because there's a timer counting down, I can't look at chat. And I just play, you know? You understand though, like, you got to imagine that gambling stream or whatever he did. I mean, sure that's worth at least quarter of a million dollars or something. I mean, at his level of success, he's probably not going to give that much of a shit about 10 bucks. I'm sure he realizes that it's still a, 
a kindness or whatever, in the sense of, I, I, as, as I always say, like if you were in a random place and a stranger walked up to you and gave you $10, like imagine how that, that feels. It's just like, oh my God, that's so cool. <laughs> and you'd be very appreciative of that, right? But I imagine just at his level, like it doesn't even feel 10 bucks, you know? Maybe saying like that is wrong. More than likely, like once you have 100,000 viewers, how high you'd have to set the donations for them not to be disruptive to the stream would be super high. When I was a smaller streamer and I set it to $3, it was going off too much, so I set it to $4. And when I put, when I get back to speedrunning and I'm putting donation sounds back on, I'll probably make it like, at my level now, $10 or something. Because as much as I like the alerts and stuff, and I like text-to-speech, I wouldn't want them going off all the time or the content would be consumed by it. But I mean, if you got a you got 100,000 viewers, there's probably at least like a hundred people there who are willing to drop 10 bucks or 50 bucks even to get alerts on the screen. So you'd probably have to set it to like a hundred bucks or something, or that's all you would hear all day. What if you could put a cooldown on Texas speech donations? Yeah, you'd feel like a jerk though, wouldn't you, Velo? Like, I mean, like one person gets their donation read out and the next person doesn't. Like you want it to be consistent. You want people to know what they're receiving with their their purchase. I mean, at the end of the day, donors are just meant to be like support for the content that you enjoy. But uh, obviously everyone doesn't treat them that way. Dream had minimum donations set to $50 and the alerts were still literally nonstop. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds about right. It's just one of those things where you want to be appreciative to the people who support you, but at the same time, you don't want to like ruin the content for those who aren't spending money or something, right? Because that'd just be disrespectful. Like if all you did on stream was thank donors and thank subscribers and stuff, they would just ostracize the people who don't have the funds to, to donate and stuff. You don't want to feel like people have to donate to, to get your attention or whatever. It's a hard thing to balance. And don't take this as the thing like me complaining or something, I'm just saying. Like, complaining that so many people are kind enough that they want to give you money is <laughs> not what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Which is the balance of wanting to show appreciation, but not wanting to derail the content for everyone else. My 2522 ramble topic list. I don't know how easy it would be to search, but if you ever want to know my opinion on something, um, exclamation mark rambles. There's a continuous list of the ram my ramble series on YouTube, and you can search it for keywords. I usually say that to people when they, not that I'm saying you, this is what you're asking for, but when people ask me, hey, do you have any advice for streamers or whatever? I say, ah, oh, you know, just look at my rambles list and search for streamers or streaming or, or whatever. It's a good list, Couch maintains it, and, and it has like links to each topic, which is good. It's also interesting to know how many topics I've spoken on. Like, it's gotta be like 2,500 now, right? Like, it's funny, sometimes when people ask me for stuff, I'll go to my Twitch chat and I'll type exclamation mark rambles to bring up that so I can give it to people or uh, to link to particular topics. 2,522, goddamn. I wonder how many of those are repeats. Surely at least 250 repeats. I mean, the repeats aren't necessarily pointless though, because sometimes uh, I give different information or explain things in better ways. But at the end of the day, uh, I recognize not everyone has seen every ramble I've ever done. So I just try to, um, unless like the same topic came up like last episode, I usually am okay with repeats to a degree. The security theater of home alarms. Oh, another thing I did yesterday. So, I've been here how many years? Five years, maybe? Maybe longer than that? All the time I've been here, I have not known how the alarm system works. When I had 
roommates wasn't really a big concern because there was always someone here, like, eh, you know, never need to put it on. Even when the owner's son lived here with me, he didn't know either. And, um, it, cause, because as it just never came up, it wasn't a concern. But since my roommates have moved out, I've had it on my list to do for ages. And my roommates moved out, what, like a year ago or something now? I don't know. And so I went, fuck it, finally I'm gonna fix this. And I'm like, this is gonna be a huge pain in the ass. I'm gonna have to call up the, the supplier and stuff and to get the code, because I don't know what it is, no one knows what it is. But I looked in the manual. I think, I think the manual is on the thing. Well, no, 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 no. Where, where, where did I find the manual? Oh no, I googled it, that's why I googled it. And it was a simple matter of typing, like just a couple of numbers, and then it's like, put in the new password. Didn't ask me for the old password. I put in the new password and, and it was set. And I'm just like, imagine just going over someone's house, seeing what alarm system they have, Googling it, and on your way to the bathroom, just typing in a few numbers and changing the alarm code. Like, what the fuck are they gonna do about it? Change it back? Yeah, sure, but like, um, like you wouldn't know that it had been changed. You don't need to type in the code to start the alarm. What you do is you'd leave your house, hit arm, and you'd come home and you wouldn't be able to turn off the alarm. And you wouldn't know. You'd be sitting there panicking like, ah, no, ah, ah. Or the person could know when you leave and come back and break into your house because they now know the code. And you wouldn't know. No, you, you, you just press arm enter or whatever. I've never seen an alarm system where you have to type in the code to arm, arm the thing. Now I'm saying, Matt, that um, like if you're a friend of a person or you're, uh, let's say you're a stranger, like let's say you go into an open house or something, or you're, you're, you're a plumber or some shit, or you, you find some reason to get access to a person's home, and then you could change the alarm and they wouldn't know. Like I just wonder how much of these simpler security systems are more just peace of mind. Like I wonder how much crime they actually stop. I mean, certainly their existence potentially dissuades some portion of people from trying, but I don't know. Is there a high frequency of home invasions where I live? Not conducted by me? No. <laughs> no. I don't know. How would I know? Think someone comes by to my house like every day and they're like, Oh man, we just want to update you on how many home invasions there have been in the past week. They're like Jehovah's Witnesses of home invasions. Do you have a few minutes to talk about our Lord and Savior? Home invaders. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.